Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A great day to talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com Hi, everyone, and welcome to It's a Great Day to Talk. I'm Kim Michelle, and this is my great friend, Patty. Hello, welcome <laughs> to our conversation. And this is my great friend, Jill. Wait. Oh, Jill's not with us today. She's still our great friend, but she is not with us today. She's traveling, for those of you who maybe missed us last week. So she is in one of her most loved places of all, which is in Maine. And um, I don't know if the this century has not gotten there yet, maybe. I think they are a little mm -hmm. bit behind on the mm -hmm. uh, internet because yeah. she does not have service where she's yeah. at. She has very sketch service. Mm -hmm. And so we could try to get her in, but you what be this, and that would be frustrating for you. So we decided, uh, as much as we love her, um, that she would just enjoy her day today, however she chose to do that, which is what we would want for her, and mm -hmm. we would uh, carry the show today. So I'm sure it's going to be amazing, and we will miss her, and then we'll take advantage of her when she's here, and we won't be here. Right. Yeah, exactly. So today we wanted to start with talking about our Read It Now, Talk Later book, which we introduced last week, which is The, the Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. So we introduced it last week at the very end of our show, and we really said, why else do you, what else do you need to know except that it is by Kim Michelle Richardson. Right. So it's a combination book of myself and Kim Michelle. Uh -huh. We wrote it together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, no. Not. No, no we, we didn't. didn't. It just uh, is the yeah. only reason we picked the book is because our names were involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, no. Uh, no, that's no, not true either. That's not um, why. So clearly, Patty and I are liars. There are other <laughs> reasons why we chose it. Uh, and so if you haven't started the book, or even if you have, we just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of background about what you're, you're going to have the opportunity to read about in this book and a little bit of uh, a reason why we chose it. And then hopefully you'll jump in and enjoy it and read it. And then we will talk about it the last week of this month. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start and just give a little bit of background around how the story originated and some of the uh, information leading up to the story. And Patty and I are gonna talk about this a little bit and then we'll go into a different topic for the rest of the show. So the story itself deals with the um, pack horse librarians, which is a very real, the story itself is fictionalized and it focuses on two of these librarians, these pack horse librarians. However, there really were pack horse librarians that took books clear up into the Appalachian Mountains. And there might have been 
other ones as well, but these were the most famous ones right. were up in the Appalachians. Well, according to what I researched, there were this um, pack horse librarian uh, squad. squad, yeah, that gave a, about 200 people jobs and it brought books to over 100,000 people. Yeah. And they're into very poor, poor communities and hard to reach communities. Mm -hmm. I mean, in when, Kentucky. Yeah. When you read the book, you'll see how difficult some of these pathways and I was going to say roads, but they weren't roads. Mm -hmm. They used horses to get themselves up into these homes that were scattered and homes mm -hmm. to some extent is even a liberal use of the word when you hear the description of some of the places which people were living in at that time because it was serving the poorest parts of that of the communities up there in the Appalachians and these were women on horseback going alone up through the mountains every season winter snow mm -hmm. snowy blizzard you know the heat of summer it didn't matter on their horses, traveling alone to deliver reading material to poor um, segments of the population who didn't have access to any other kinds of reading material. And even though a lot of them might have even had textbooks, there was an undercurrent of mistrust associated with the government. And so a lot of them did not want to access like textbooks and things like that because they didn't trust the government. And so there was very limited access to materials. Right. Well, and a lot of the librarians read to some of the people mm -hmm. because a lot of the people were illiterate as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Um, just because of their lack of access to right. Because if you live, if you think about it, if it takes a horse and it could take you half a day, Mm -hmm. to get to one little house, then if you're thinking about, well, where would these kids come together to mm -hmm. go to school? Right. How would that happen? So a lot of them didn't have access to schools. And maybe that's one of the reasons why it spoke to us so much, because we all come from an education background. Right. And so strongly believe in the importance of school and access to education and access to the written word as well as the spoken word. So mm -hmm. maybe that's one of the reasons why it also spoke to us so um, passionately. Uh, and it basically this time period is during the Great Depression or just coming out of the Great Depression. So it was really, they were most active between 1935 for about the next eight years. That's when they were most active. To 1943. Yeah. Yeah. And then it also talks about a uh, group of people with a rare disease mm -hmm. or disorder yeah. that were considered the blue people blue of Kentucky. People that I've never heard of no. before until I uh -uh. read this book. And so, um, in fact, I just read that the last uh, descendant of blue people was born in 1975, but their skin was blue because they lacked a certain... Um, they had a deficiency that caused their blood to be brown and caused their skin to be blue. So their blood wasn't necessarily red. And um, of course the blue people were discriminated against yeah. and feared. And I think the librarian, one of the librarians has a, a the blue skin disorder. Yes, the blue she people. does, yeah. the main one, uh -huh. Cussie Mary, yes. who is the main character mm -hmm. in the book and she's 19. Mm -hmm. um, she is, she, 
they're called bluets, mm-hmm. and she has the blue skin. And uh, so it, there's quite a dichotomy there because she is respected because she is uh, one horse of she, librarian, pack, horse mm-hmm. librarian, which is generally respected. And yet at the same time, she's reviled because she's also a bluet. Mm-hmm. And so you've got this real dichotomy going on there. And even when she goes and she is like picking up her books or she's trying to find reading material, the other librarians are all competing for the best reading material. Mm-hmm. And she is designated to a different part of the library to des- to find her material because she's a bluet. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it does have some uh, topics that mm-hmm. I think are relevant today mm-hmm. as well as the historical fiction of what happened in the 1930s. Yeah. So as the book takes place, uh, like I said, Mary, uh, Cussie Mary is, and that's not because she cusses a lot. I mean, it could be, I don't know. Right. But as far as we know, it's not because of that. But she's pretty, uh, she's, she's got a lot of spirit to her. And she's 19. Her mother has already passed. She's the only daughter to her father. Her father has worked in the mines, in the coal mines there, his entire life. And there's also another little subtext around there's the beginning of unionization within the coal mines, and there's some politicization Mm -hmm. that's going on around that. And there's another storyline around that. But she's taking care of her father, who's clearly in his um, waning years, and is really concerned about what will happen to his daughter once he's passed. And so he's committed to finding her a spouse, even though she she's fine. She's yeah. perfectly fine. Right. He l- turns yeah. the light on. Mm-hmm. He leaves a candle on because that signifies that courting, courting yeah, can take place. She's and, like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because she's very much, there's also great purpose work here. She really feels as if... Her purpose is to be uh, the librarian in this way. And she's perfectly happy if that's what her life mm-hmm. is to be. It's her dad who is concerned about her well-being, her, her well-being yeah. who will protect yeah. her, who will take care of her. Uh, and so he's committed to finding her a spouse. And that it's a powerful storyline around that part of the story. And I'm not going to give any of that part of it away, but there, it's really a powerful storyline that that transpires around that as well. Right. So that's just a little tidbit. Yeah. So we hope that that maybe sparked your interest. And if you're interested in some historical fiction um, like we are and mm-hmm. want to know a little bit more about the librarians, yeah. the pack horse librarians and even the blue. The blue people, the bluets. Yeah, and what I actually an interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating, yeah. and I think I actually, uh, I think maybe I posted about it. I'm not exactly sure, and I put, um, I think I put the book women because mm-hmm. they're all women, right? They're all women that are doing this, right? Um, the pack horse librarians yeah, are all women. They which are seems but dangerous. This book is about a specific woman, even mm-hmm. though it talks about the woman. So just mm-hmm. so you know, it is woman, W O M A N. So right, yeah. Well, good. I hope you uh, will join us in yeah. our conversation at the end of the month uh, regarding this novel. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. So today we wanted to talk about um, a topic that is, res- should resonate with everyone. I hope it does. Yeah. And I, I'm going to coin a term from my daughter. She said the other day, she said uh, she was introducing some friends of hers. Um, and she said, these people are my family. And I thought that was cute. So family, meaning friends who are family, because family isn't, there's not just one type of family anymore. We have lots of different types of families. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing seems to be uh, necessary to be traditional anymore. Absolutely. So we wanted to talk about family and the thing, family, family, or whatever you you define define your family and um, whatever constitutes your family. And it doesn't even need to be uh, blood related. Yeah. And um, things that bring us joy regarding that. Yeah. So I posted last week about um, camping and I loved this post too. Oh, our campfire stories. And we had, um, we like to go to Penguin for the 4th of July, Penguin Lake. And we always camp up, um, in a remote area that's not in a campground. And we have gotten the same spot for the last few years. And there weren't a lot of campers this year. I was really, really surprised. I thought there would have been more, but it wasn't very packed. Um, and we usually go with the same families, but uh, we went with our daughter and her husband and our son and his wife, and then a bunch of friends of our daughter and her husband's, the husband's friends that we've known for a while. It was a lot of fun. Um, but um, one of the things that I love about camping is the campfire and sitting around the campfire and either listening to songs, um, cause we, there's several of us, not me, several people who play the guitar and sing and, um, and, uh, we didn't get to have a campfire this year because of the drought and oh, yeah, I didn't know that fire danger even within a pit, even in a pit. Oh, nope, wow. Nope. So we had a, even in a Brad pit, even, Oh, Brad Pitt's always, he, I think he's already on fire. Oh, well, that's a good point. So I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's he's already point, Patty. dangerous because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's yep. fire. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we had a, just a little propane, fake gas propane, um, fire that had coals and, and it was fine. Um, but it's not the same. A couple of years ago, we went to Otter Creek for the 4th of July cause Penguin was on fire itself. And, um, we just had some sticks and we tied some led lights around the sticks and <laughs> sat around it. Um, in Lake Powell, That's so cute. it'd be so hot in Lake Powell <laughs> that you wouldn't want a fire. And so sometimes we would just sit in a circle and put a lantern in the middle and it was just symbolic we always have to have some sort of nighttime lit activity. And, um, yeah, we, we tell stories and tell stories that everyone's heard. Uh, this weekend we had new people. So I'm sure some of the old stories got told again, because my husband loves to tell stories that have been told, um, over and over. And does he know they've been told or does he think he's telling them for the first time? I think he thinks he's talking to new people. Mm-hmm. And so telling the new people the story, yeah. but a and lot do of they those, play along. Yeah. We all just go, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Tell us more. Yes. We love it. <laughs> so even if we're hearing the same songs or the same stories, as long as there's like even a makeshift fire, uh, that is just something that brings us joy. Mm-hmm. It's the minute we can sit around by the fire. It's like the day is done. We're all chilled. Most of the kids are in bed and it's like adult time. 
yeah. around the fire. We love it. And do you have a do you have a fire pit in your at your house, like in your backyard? Do you so have a fire pit? we. Not necessarily. It's not like a gas or a propane fire pit. We have an actual like fire pit that you put wood in and have to start a fire, an actual fire. And we definitely have um, had lots of fun around the fire in the winter. We'll do a fire and just sit around just because we want to be outside and it's cold. But, you know, you can have a fire, roast marshmallows or just sit around the fire and um, play the guitars. Yeah, it's one of my, it's my favorite thing. I don't play the guitars. My husband does. His brother does. My son-in-law does. Uh, good friends of ours play the guitar. They all sing. Um, some originals, some not. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly something that brings me a lot of joy. Yeah. And with my family and family, my brother plays the guitar. My dad plays the guitar. And if yeah, it's just our favorite thing. It's I one of my that. favorite things. Yeah. When our kids were young. We always camped. I think it's one of it's one of the things we did right as a parent. Oh, good. Um, mm-hmm. It might be the thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm giving myself credit when I say it's one of the things because that assumes there's more than one. But um, I just think there's something about spending that time away from the hustle and bustle of everything mm-hmm. else. Uh, I so but and it's been a long time since I've been back out camping as an adult mm-hmm. uh, well i was an adult then because i had kids i mean as an other adult the other adult part. that was very kind you were gonna yeah. say old i was gonna say and then you caught yourself i so appreciate that you're adult but here is. but then the other part of your adult life yeah yeah my old adult yeah. I, i'm a club i'm okay your older that. adult life yeah exactly um and honestly the idea of camping now it does not seem as appealing to me mm-hmm. as it did when my kids were younger uh, so maybe I just get to reinvestigate what that could look like because maybe I've made it mean something in my head that it wouldn't the voices in, in my, my head. head maybe it, I've made it mean something mm-hmm. right that it doesn't because have to mean because then honestly it was really some of the best times we had with our younger kids to have that time away and really just share with each other really great fond memories of fishing and the deer hunt with family and friends Mm -hmm. and all of that. So one of the things that we certainly love in our family is we love to cook. Mm -hmm. And so we do a lot of that with uh, when we have the opportunity to have our kids over and, um, if they can bring their friends, that's great. Uh, so not all of our kids are here, live close, close. enough to get mm-hmm. down here and be with us, you know, every week or something like that, which I would love that. And I totally appreciate that they're adults now and have their life. Or so I'm told I'm supposed to appreciate that now that that's what you're supposed to do as a parent is grow them so that they can go out and be their own adults somewhere out in the world. But I miss them. Yes. Um, just the same. Uh, but when they have the opportunity to be with us, I'm so blessed because I have the funniest kids in the entire world. So when we have the, ch- when we have the chance to be together, it's just, it's, we're going to laugh. There's no, mm-hmm. there's just no doubt about that. And so it always usually involves cooking of some kind. And I, in the past have been the, the cook master, my husband recently got a smoker 
And oh, yeah. he has become a serious smoker. He's like, you know, <laughs> like a chain five logs a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smoker in terms of meat smoker. Yes. In our smoker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he has really taken that on. And so he loves to be trying new recipes and mm-hmm. different kinds of meats. And so that's kind of become his domain now is they come over we're going to smoke something well usually it's the other way around they hear we're going to smoke something and then and then they come over yeah, exactly. yeah if you cook it yeah. they will come mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um then i do the all the sides and all of that kind of stuff and so we'll eat and then we usually play games we usually play cards or jackbox which if you've not played that with your adult kids you should totally play that because one of which is Jackbox is a system you play on through your phones mm-hmm. on your television. Like so it'll give you prompts. Flash. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it'll give you prompts and you answer on your phone and you're kind of anonymous. So you have these names. But inevitably what happens is we'll have some kind of running jokes through the whole family. Yeah. And then you'll see those jokes coming up over and over and over again mm-hmm. on the Jackbox and they're. It's hilarious. It is. Yeah. Because we weren't, I didn't, I wasn't a mom that sat around and played games very well. I just, I couldn't sit still. Um, I couldn't, now I can, but I couldn't um, sit really and watch a movie. I'd have to stop, switch the laundry, put it away, do the, you know, and so sitting down and watch movie was, was hard when my kids were little. Um, I can now, but sitting down to play a board game that's why they're called board games like i was so (laughs) bored and and my kids don't do it either they're like i can't handle board games and even puzzles i tried to get a puzzle every christmas to see if we can just sit around and do a puzzle and we don't last very long um luckily my daughter-in-law loves to do it and she can last longer than the rest of us but um, but now the Quiplash is an easy way or yeah. the Jackbox. We've done that and it's it's fun. Now, it's so fast. It's yeah. fast moving. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do Between that. Between games, you can still run and put a load of laundry in if that's yeah. really what your heart desires. <laughs> so <laughs> I've let a lot of things go that were really important to me early on and they're not as yeah. important now. But that, yeah. so that that really. The, I mean, we can all find things that are we know are joyful mm-hmm. as a family or family or however yeah. you want to define mm-hmm. it um, that are big things, right? Like if you're planning a big trip or something like sure. that. And I think part of the, the purpose of this conversation was to remind us that it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can just be those small moments that you have with your family, your friends, whatever you're defining that space, mm-hmm. that intimate group for you that can bring you such joy. And when we had the kids over, uh, just on the fifth, Mm -hmm. when we had them over, so we had our son, Sean, and his wife, and they brought their retriever that is a big dog. Sure. And we have a boxer who's a pretty big dog. And then we have our little Havanese, which is not a big dog, but definitely thinks he is a very big dog. Sure. And then, Brandon, our oldest son, was there. And then we had a family friend that was there that brought their retriever. So we had this huge house of dogs, like, running everywhere, so happy to see each other, all of that kind of stuff. And Scott had smoked a tri-tip, and it was 
so yummy. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it was really amazing. So we had we keep the food out on the counter so everybody can just continue to nibble all the whole rest of the evening. And so we're playing cards. And let me just give one one little piece of advice. If you're a young mom and you are uh, playing games with your kids and you have a competitive streak in you, I'm just going to say hypothetically, let's say I was a young mom at one time and I had a competitive streak in me at one time. And let's say that you're playing cards and you accidentally looked and saw a card and put it back down and somebody saw you do that. And then every day from then on for the rest of your life, every time you play cards, you are called a cheater. Every Every, single day that you play for the rest of your life. I'm just going to tell you now, it's a high price to pay to win one card game. So let it go so anyway they don't people don't let stuff Mm-mm. go they gotta they let don't. that go mm-hmm. yeah. you cheated once mm-hmm. yeah it's fine doesn't mean you're a cheater right thank you yeah the court is in right yes right okay done done <laughs> i'm exonerated yes okay or i'm at least let out i let you I'm, out okay yeah. thank you so we're playing one of the dogs comes in the bigger dogs Jumps up on the counter. Well, doesn't jump up on the counter, but you know what I mean. Just tall What's enough his... to reach up uh-huh. there, grabs the top tri-tip, gets most of it, eats most of it. There's a couple of pieces of meat that fall on the ground, so the other dogs are happy as well because they get some. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't, never seen that in my, we've never experienced that. Even the person, even the person who is the owner of this Dog. family member. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm has said that it's never, never happened before. That dog ate that so fast. It was like, the dog was then looking at us like, I don't know what, nothing here. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Mm, Nothing. Mm -mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So fun though. Cause we'll be talking about that story now. Mm -hmm. It'll come up on Jackbox. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, that story will come up yeah. a gazillion, the dog a gazillion that ate answers. The, uh-huh. the tri-tip. Ate the tri-tip, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had um, a, a family, a friend mm-hmm. of ours that my kids would say is an aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. And they had a dog that was um, in our backyard for the day for whatever reason. And the night before, I had made um, chocolate um, cupcakes for a birthday. Thursday night, I had made cupcakes so that Friday I could frost them for Abby's birthday party. And she was probably going to be like, five, four, four or five. And, um, so I got home from work and the dog had gotten my back in my kitchen, had eaten all the chocolate cupcakes (laughs) and there were chocolate (laughs) paw prints all over my kitchen. And I kind of wanted to lose it because that Mm -hmm. was important to me then, Mm -hmm. but I made new cupcakes, same dog. Um, we were in Lake Powell and, um, it was my birthday weekend. And so this friend had bought um, steaks. We were going to barbecue out at the lake. And all the steaks were in the cooler. This dog and another dog, We had there were three labs that were all friends. We had a lab, my brother-in-law had a lab, and our friend had a lab. And they were trouble. And this, uh, these dogs lifted up the lid to the <laughs> cooler, ate all the steaks. <laughs> So, yeah, we, I've had, yeah, we've had a lot of that. I don't, I know I have a, a little dog that can't get on the counter, but yeah, so we're or good. So you think. Yeah. But when we're together, everyone has dogs. My daughter has two. Our son has one. My other daughter and her boyfriend, they have a big, um, golden doodle 
And so there's, uh, yeah, four, yeah. four dogs, five dogs when we get together. Yeah. Yeah. Which is plenty. Yeah. Yeah. That's plenty. That's plenty. Yeah. And that's the other thing I would say too, is that in those moments, especially when you're a younger mom or dad uh-huh. and you, things seem so important in the moment, right. which they do, which, and, mm-hmm. and they are, they, I'm not minimizing. They are at the time. Any, they but. are. Um, we cry your, feel your feels, cry your tears, do whatever, you know, mm-hmm. raise then, your voice, do whatever it is that you get to do in that moment to get yourself through it. And then make more cupcakes. Exactly. Because later it's going to be, it's going to be the punchline to a gazillion uh-huh. laughs that you're going to have with yourself and right. your spouse mm-hmm. and your kids. And it's going to bring you a ton of joy. So right. don't fret about it too much. Well, and now that those, the three labs were awesome and they, they were trouble together, but they were great dogs mm-hmm. and we had them for a lot of years and they yeah. all died within about a year and a half of each other. Mm-hmm. And it was super sad, but yeah. two of them are buried close together. So that's kind of fun that we could still go to there. We have, there's a rock we can find them up on Kolob. Yeah. Then. But, um, and so, that's one of the things Jill would probably say too, because, mm-hmm. uh, even though she's not physically here with us, I know that one of the things that brings her great joy too is since we're defining families any way we want to define them yeah. would be her fur family members that are part of her, very much a part of her family. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and how much joy that they bring mm-hmm. her, uh, even though they require a lot of care. Uh, attention and mm-hmm. care. And yeah. she does, t- she <laughs> She does do it. Mm-hmm. I, she has the, she had three pretty geriatric. Yeah, geriatric, um, yeah. Uh, chihuahuas. chihuahuas. Isn't uh-huh. she getting another one when she gets back? I don't know. I think I, maybe she has one chihuahua left is. that has some medical problems and mm-hmm. enlarged heart. And they make sure the puppy gets the medication mm-hmm. and care. They and cut they, the food just mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. They are very, very good dog owners. Mm-hmm. Um, what else brings you joy? Well, it, it's not going to be surprising that it all usually includes my kids, but mm-hmm. doing things we haven't done before, I think is always fun when you can include the people that you know are going to make you laugh somewhere along the line. Right. So we went to Fat Axe. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if um, any of you have ever done that before, but it's axe throwing. And uh, so we went and did that with my boys Uh over here uh and and my daughter-in-law, who is just delightful. Um, All my daughter-in-laws are delightful. She just happens to be the one that lives here. But we went there. If you've never done anything like that, it is so much fun. Is it cathartic? It's so cathartic and it's a pretty good workout. Yeah. Yeah, we went for an hour. You can do it for like a half an hour, but we went for an hour. And uh, oh my gosh. You're just throwing so an axe. So much fun. Yep, that's all there is to it. You just, you just yeah, throw just, an axe? Go out there, throw an axe, you know. It's got to be a little tricky, though. Oh, yeah, it's tricky because if you're trying to get it to do the tumble, so it's got to be right at the right moment in order for it to hit the target and. Uh, and stick in the wall? And stick in the wall, yeah. Okay. And, you know, you get 
there's different scores and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But then they also have different things you can throw, like you can throw a spear. Oh, fun. Mm -hmm. Supposedly at the target, that's the idea. Oh, okay. Not yeah. at the other people that there's you're no with. drinking at it though, mm -hmm. right? No. Good. So mm -hmm. there is drinking. No, you there's can? not. Yeah, no. I was gonna say. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need a a bar and axe throwing. Right. Uh, there might be one of those somewhere. There's not one here in yeah. this community. Yeah. But there's also daggers you can throw and <laughs> Chinese stars that you can throw and yeah. Oh I'm really goodness. good at the dagger. Even the woman who works there is like, oh my gosh, nobody can ever get that one to. Uh huh. Yeah. And you I'm did. Really, mm -hmm, I'm really oh, good at that one. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really fun. And the other thing I love, 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 the other thing that really brings me joy um, to share with my husband is we bought some electric bikes uh, in January. And I know it was an investment, but I'm telling you, we, I, I haven't, I've got this little shoulder issue going on. So it's been a little bit tricky uh, because I can't even hold, hold. the brake. Oh, on this one side right, right. and I am not uh, getting on the electric bike because they're pretty powerful. I'm not getting on there if I can't if I can't manipulate Slow both brakes. Uh-huh. Because if you only manipulate one, guess what? You're going to flip, flip right over. Yeah. yeah. So, but that uh, we did go for a little bike ride last week. Our first one out for a while and yeah. we didn't go very far cuz uh, the shoulder and but mostly shoulder. the shoulder, but it was beautiful. We went in the morning. Oh, nice. And it was we just went for probably four or five miles, but it was, oh, it was so lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that that brings you joy. I think anytime I'm outside, I'm happy. Um, things that bring me joy in my, and, and things that my husband and I do together just at our house is, uh, I like to do yard work. And so we'll both run out there and do yard work together and yeah. I have a misting system so we can come in and sit under the mist for a second and then go back out. But it's been pretty hot. I, yeah, it's pretty hot here. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's hard. I mean, that's something we like to do, but um, not, not in not, July, not in July. Um, but most of the time, most of the things we like to do are camping and fishing and um, just really being with our kids and golfing. We like to golf, too, but then it's another thing. Not so much in July. But there's a golf simulator in town. I don't know if you. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think you buy a membership and you get to go. You reserve it. I don't know if you're there for an hour, or two hours, um, and you ha you have like a keypad, so you get in. So nobody's there. If you're a member, you can get in, and then you can punch in, you know, Pebble Beach or whatever golf course you want to. Um, play golf and, and you take your golf clubs and you and it's indoor and it's uh air conditioned and you can play the course like you would normally ish yeah um but yeah people and they patty's, love it patty's a good golfer i am not a good oh golfer. yeah she yes yeah, she is. i i like to golf when it's not super hot but mostly because i just like to be outside and with my friends or family yeah, but you're yeah. adorable in your little golf skirt. Well, I do like adorable. the golf outfit. Yeah, uh -huh. that's part. I think that determines whether or not you're going to be good or not. Is if of you course. have the right outfit. Yes, absolutely yeah. agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. for sure. So yeah, so I know that's something that my husband's been doing lately that has brought him joy is the golf simulator. I haven't been yet. <gasps> well, when are you going to go with him? I I need to. I I don't. 
I was invited, but I think I decided to take a nap instead last time. Because <laughs> that also brings me joy. Okay, so Riley, invite her again. Yeah. Invite her again. I'll go, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing I would say is that I think sometimes it's easy to just say no to the things mm-hmm. that we don't really know. Right. right? Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, especially if we're if it's hot or retired or you know, we have things competing for our time. And one of the things, because I, I, I wasn't sure, I, I knew I wanted to do the ax throwing because it was Scott's birthday and it was something mm-hmm. he hadn't done before. And I thought that would That'd be, be fun, fun. Mm-hmm. especially because we're going with our kids and they're so right. funny. So um, I knew that I wanted to do that. I didn't think I would actually throw anything because I also knew my arm was bad, but a dagger, you just need one. It's all in the wrist. Yeah, and so, if it's your right arm, yeah, you're good. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, and I needed to make a point there that even though they could throw their big axes I can you know yeah 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 is all you need mm-hmm. yeah. I'm the mm-hmm. mom and I can yeah. I still got uh-huh. this yeah absolutely the thing I would just say is that every community has things no matter how big or small one of the things we always hear about this community which tends to be a little bit smaller but not really but if you ask a lot of the kids, they'll tell you there's nothing to do here. It's a small community, but there's so there are a lot of things to do. And in fact, I just sent Patty and Jill a little notice that came about an event that's coming in November. Oh, right, yeah. Where you put your teams together, and it is a murder mystery that you play on your phones. Um, but that through the whole city. Through the town, mm-hmm. yeah. There's mm-hmm. clues throughout the whole city and you put your team together and then you register and then you go through the clues through your phone and it's timed. Uh, and I'm like, we should do this. Yeah, the three for of sure, us and our spouses, for sure we, should, we're gonna do we that. should do this. Uh-huh. So we're gonna do that together. You can find all kinds of things like that to do together that, mm-hmm. um, y- even if even if you say I, I don't I'm not going to do this again right yeah so, so who what cares you're gonna, yeah you're going to have fun that time and then you go eat you have a couple drinks together yeah hey come on it's that's not... a great great time spent together right I, another thing that's I mean we've ha- we had some friends move here from New York several years ago and they um, have taken us I grew up here and they have taken us to a few places uh, for hikes that I hadn't even been around or known about yeah um so there are a lot of places to explore Mm -hmm. and most people know that i just hadn't been to canaraville falls until you know a while ago and then there's tokerville falls that we went to and um we went to have a soup with um one of our kids and her husband and but then a bunch of um family and extended family um about 2016 five years ago last june and hiked down and and just there's just a lot of great places and things to do. So nobody has to be bored. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. And here's the other thing: you can always just pick up a book. Oh, well, <laughs> and take with you yeah. because then if yep. it's not something you love and your partner does, mm-hmm. that's great. You're still together, and you can be reading your book, and I, they can be doing the thing that they love, and it's all good. I do that a lot. Riley could be watching something that I don't care about, but I just want to sit by him, so I read my book. <laughs> next to him yep. and everyone's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what happens when you when you start to I think mature a little bit because mm-hmm. I remember when when we when Scott and I were younger in our relationship and he he would love to fish and I and I think it's because he just wanted me to love fishing as much as he did but I didn't mm-hmm. grow up with it like he did, mm-hmm. you know, and so wh- 
putting your pole in the water, literally, I'm talking about literally now. Okay. okay so putting your pole in the water and then just waiting. Yeah. yeah and watching I, that. Yeah. I, 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 that I no. can't do that. Right. So, so I do that I with my book. book. Yeah. Right. I would bring my book and then Scott would be, how are you going to know if you have a fish, if you're reading your book? And I'd be like, cause you're watching my pole. You, yeah. You're watching both. Or you can, so you can still see it a mm -hmm. little. Uh -huh. Yeah. You'll tell me. But now we've grown into the space where we can enjoy just the experience and the experience doesn't mm -hmm. have to look the same. Right. So thank you, honey, for that. Well, and something that Riley loves to fish mm -hmm. and he loves fly fishing. Yeah. And that's actually a lot more active. Engaging. And engaging. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of skill involved. Yeah. And so last, um, for Christmas a few years ago, yeah. everyone got, everyone got fishing. This fly, is an amazing gift. Fly rods and waders and everything. And then the next Christmas, um, we gave uh, the family a trip to Yellowstone and I hadn't been. So we rented a house on a lake. I took up our float tubes and some kayaks and we could just walk right off of the deck down to the um, lake and everyone was in waders. Everyone was learning to fly fish. And now everyone's pretty much set to fly fish. And yeah. I actually really enjoy it. Yeah. We've gone That's to active. Lee's Ferry a couple times now I've gone. He's he's probably wishing he hadn't taken me because now, <laughs> now if he's like, I want to go to Lee's Ferry, I'm like, okay, I'm coming. And he's like, I was just going to go with the guys, but now I have to go. But yeah, the the fly fishing is a little more active. You yeah. can't read a book and fly fish. No, uh -uh. Mm -mm. I, I, I did enjoy fly fishing. Actually, yeah. I went once, once with Scott. I think. Yeah. Oh, honey, how come we haven't gone back again after yeah. that one time? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's. <laughs> you can fly fish here. I mean, even out at um, Sand Hollow, you can just fly fish in your swimsuit yeah. out there. But um, we don't. I don't do a lot of that. But Riley, Riley certainly does more. Yeah. But. I do enjoy it. So it does, it brings me joy to yeah. actually, even if I don't catch a fish, but if I have a really good cast, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a good cast because of how difficult it is. Yeah. So you feel a little bit successful, but now all the kids are outfitted and ready to go. So that's so awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. But good. yeah, so we are at 43 minutes. Yeah. So, um, when, so this is our gentle nudge. Yeah. So our gentle nudge is just to uh, find something yeah. for you to choose into with your family, mm -hmm. whatever that is, and choose into it this week. And then just be really mindful in that time and in that experience to take a moment and cherish the moment. That's my nudge for you to just be yeah. mindful of this time and how blessed you are to be able to spend that with friends and family and the people that you cherish in your life. Because, gosh, you just don't know when and if you know, you'll have the opportunity to be in that. You, well, you'll never be in that same exact space again, ever. You'll right. never be able to repeat that same moment again. Mm -hmm. So you might as well just cherish it and make it the very best moment you can. Absolutely. I, um, I second that. Yeah. Yep. So however your, whatever your family definition is to you, Family, friends, family, bloodline, not bloodline. Um, like I said, my kids have a lot of aunts and uncles out there that are actually not biological aunts and uncles, but they've called them aunts and uncles their whole life. Yeah. And um, we have a lot of great um, 
memories with all of those and all of our family and family and hope to make a lot more. So I encourage you to do the same. Yeah. And we don't have our blue bowl because because Miss Jill's not here. She's got our blue bowl. And Mm -hmm. obviously we can't just create another blue bowl because there's only just one blue bowl in the whole of the world. Yes. And we don't have it. So Mm -hmm. that's why we're totally going victim to that. So, so until next week, um, the book woman of Troublesome Creek, grab it. And Mm -hmm. uh, get reading, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See you. Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get get out out there and talk. This has been a production from a podcast studio.